This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Oi! Welcome, mate. This is another episode of the Without Definite Aim podcast. <laughs> this is a this is a podcast where we utilize a, a random topic generator, mate. It dictates the direction of our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously the Australian host. My name is Drew. <laughs> Kill me, right? Oh, your other fuck. I wanted to do an American accent. I was like, I just, I was enjoying your Australianness so much that I wanted to come in with it, and I just, uh, I was like, I'm gonna be American. Like, I'll be the offsetting character in this, and I just couldn't bring myself to do it. <laughs> I'm your other host. I'm your other mate. Uh, my name is Vinny. It was just, it was just, it threw you off too much. That's okay. It did, but I was just, I loved it too. Uh, one fun fact about me. It's rare that I ever get upset about someone trying to be Australian. I just don't. I've been here long enough that more than anything, most people just make a big fucking fool of themselves. And it's funny to me <laughs> that someone tries to do it. So, you know, in interactions where I'll be out and I might deal with someone in public and they're like, they realize that they're Australian and they'll they'll finish the conversation with, you know, oh, bye, mate, or something. Like, more than anything, it's just funny. They just sounds, look stupid. They look stupid. <laughs> You wouldn't come to America and, like, the first thing you say to American is, like, all right, bro. <laughs> See you later, bro. Right. Yeah. See you, dude. Dude. Dude, Austin uh, Luego. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not offended by it anything. So people should know that about me. It's funny more than anything. And more than anything, the person doing it looks like a dingleberry. Okay, so. you've got to be honest with me right now. I need 100% honesty. I never expect anything less from you, and you never give me anything less. Oh. Do I make a fool of myself when I do an Australian accent? Your accent's not bad. It's not 100% bad. 100% honesty. Right, good, good, it's good, not good, bad. Good. It's not the best, yeah. but it's not bad. I'll take that. No, it's not bad. That. It's, yeah, that's, the, that's the truth. Not the best. It's not bad, though. You give it your all. I can tell that you're putting in 110%, and that's what matters. That's all that matters, baby. <laughs> Especially in impressions. If you're 110% into your character, at least 75% of that character will come through. It's true. Uh, fun fact about the... Prior to this episode, we recorded for nearly three minutes only to find out that my mic was not plugged in. <laughs> and Drew was telling a story about how we bought expensive sweatpants, which... I wanted to say something supportive as like a supportive girlfriend would say to another girlfriend and we will get into that point when yeah, I, and then, I think and then his my, and then he realized wait a second I'm not this isn't actually recording anything and then he goes I'm he goes in his best American accent I'm sorry dude I really <laughs> thought I was recording <laughs> We've been doing this enough that when that stuff like that happens I don't know if you feel this way I do feel on some level, a little bit embarrassed. You shouldn't feel embarrassed. I don't give a shit. No, I know you don't give a shit, but I'm just saying. I mean, I'm king of technical dis- difficulties over here. I mean, I've like up and up until we started recording, my mic was cutting in and out. You know, I was. He were like, "I can hear you now," and then I plugged my mic back in. He goes, 
I can't hear you anymore. And then I would be like, oh, shit, can you hear me now? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's coming through my computer. Listen, we've never, ever, ever told you that this was going to be the perfectly produced podcast. That's not what's important here. So, you know, I could give two shits. It's just about two fair dinkum blokes coming through with the goods every week, you know? Fair dinkum blokes, man. All the way from Cuba PD. That's where I'm from. I'm out in the desert, you know, eating some snakes, putting them on the barbie, <laughs> shooting G'day, the kangaroos mate. in the back, you know, their pests over in Australia, you know. <laughs> Fucking eating some snakes. You beauty! <laughs> I don't know why. I just say, I'll oh, snake meat, man. You know, it's good for your heart. <laughs> snake meat. Fucking put some blood in your ding dong, mate. <laughs> I heard snake meat helps with erectile dysfunction, man. Oh my god. Makes you stay hard for much longer. <laughs> I like how you became Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, makes you stay hard for so much longer, man. It's Just, like me, brother. When you become an old, washed-up English singer like me, you need something to make you stay harder you for longer. Of, have you heard of me? My name's Paul McCartney. I used to be in the Beatles, man. <laughs> Have you heard my new band? Fuck the Beatles, they're called the Snakes. <laughs> the Snakes. See, that's what happens when you give 110% to an Australian accent, you get 75% of a Paul McCartney accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. You do. Um, do you think... Has your audio gone out again? Oh, there we go. It's it's going. We're working on it. We're working on technical difficulties. You know what? We're bringing it. I can hear now. I can hear you now. It's official. Well, I'm not. I may not be recording. Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll work it out. I don't know. We're, I I see it here. So we're good. Again, technical difficulties. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say. Do you, uh, Paul Paul McCartney eating snakes for erectile dysfunction? Do you think there's some other products he could uh, potentially have in his life to help with, you know, when you're getting older, maybe you need something for support, uh, something sturdy. Yeah, well, I, I heard that Paul McCartney actually doesn't have any teeth anymore, so I know that he could use, like, a stainless steel straw. Um, and, you know, it's just from all the cigarettes he smoked uh when he was part of the beatles it happens you know teeth fall out it's not a big deal paul don't feel embarrassed i mean your dentures look great like let's not let's not kid ourselves here but he doesn't have any teeth and he could definitely be you know help help eat and drink out of a stainless steel straw i it's funny i i know of a company that makes beautiful stainless steel products um uh and and uh you know, stainless steel straw is not necessarily one of those stainless steel products that they make, <laughs> but I'm sure if you ask them, they can make it happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, this, all right, hey, th- listen, this episode, 
uh, along with every episode, is is brought to you uh, by Bentec. And Bentec is established in 1992 and is based in Brisbane. Bentec Australia's only manufacturer of stainless steel tubes. The company takes a tube in various shapes and manufactures grab rails, handrails, boat rails. Aye, aye, snake man. <laughs> and a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. Oh, man. You can find everything that they have to offer at www.bentech.com.au. Thank you, Bentech. We appreciate you. Thank you, Ben. You. We do appreciate you. We do appreciate you with your... Uh, I like that you're making stainless steel teeth now, stainless steel straws. Getting in on that stainless steel straw craze, that's a good one to get in on. I haven't jumped on that yet. I'm all I'm all for recycling. I haven't jumped on that craze yet. We have we have a bunch of reusable straws, um, but we don't use. I mean, I don't find myself using straws unless I'm given one from a restaurant. You know. You know what triggers me a little bit. Um. What triggers you, Vinny? Um. Paper straws. I fucking hate paper straws. They're the worst, right? I don't want my straw to be soggy by the end of my drink. <laughs> like, what if I want to chew on this stuff and get some cancer for plastic? Like, what yeah, if I not, want that? It's not pleasant. Uh, yeah, I, I'm all for that. Like, I love that that's at least something that would dissolve and not, like, go up a turtle's nose. Like, I love that we're doing that. But there's got to be a better solution yeah, fucking soggy straws. Let me let me ask you something. Would you be would you accept a restaurant providing a stainless steel straw that they then washed and would reuse with the next customer? I'm okay with that because we reuse cutlery. So as long as I knew that it was washed adequately, right? Well, I don't need to know that. I mean, I would I would trust in it because they have like high powered dishwashers that probably like basically fucking burn Sand. the bacteria off <laughs> yeah. with. Like sandblast, sandblast the, yeah. the bacteria and shit off it. So, yeah, I'm okay with that. I I don't have a problem with that. But yeah, cardboard straws are fucking garbage. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about the sippy lids? I'm okay with sippy lids because it makes me feel like I'm a fucking little baby again, and I'm okay with that. It takes me back to my childhood. Do you think that helps save more plastic than giving you a straw with a regular no, lid? No, I don't think it does. Because I feel like the sippy lids need more plastic. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't I don't know that it saves a lot more thing. But, I, I mean, ultimately, it's about not choking dolphins, right? But dolphins are rapey anyway, yeah, so maybe dolphins... <laughs> turtles or whatever, yeah. yeah maybe dolphins um, need to go. So, okay. Well, how much do you think it would take... A, for to to like manufacture a stainless steel straw, it feels like it's probably a lot more effort than a plastic one. I'm sure, but like, how much more money? You know? Oh, I don't know. The, whatever the value is, the value of steel is going to be obviously a lot more than plastic, correct? So, I don't know the exact amount, but. I would expect the stainless steel tube to cost more, but it has more life too. So there's more value in it, right? Because it lasts a lot longer. Right. We're doing Let's that see. research. We're doing the research for you to give you yeah. the real information. 
I don't trust that information. It says it costs between ten to twenty dollars per metal straw. Yeah, that's not true. You can probably buy a stainless steel straw for for like two bucks, right? If that. Yeah. Two-piece stainless steel straw, one dollar. Right. Oh, bamboo straws. I'm into that. Here's a pack of, uh, looks like five for five dollars. That seems good. Anyways, I wonder how much that would increase if they just provided a stainless steel straw with your Starbucks. Then everyone has like a million stainless steel straws. Oh, you mean to add the cost to it. Yes, that's true. Then you've got like excess amount of stainless steel straw. Yeah. Hmm. Anyhow, anywho's, we're not here to solve the plastic straw crisis that we have in America. We're here for one reason and one reason only. It's to generate sure. a random topic it's and true. discuss it amongst two lads, two blokes, two friends, two buddies. It's uh, true. Vinny has the uh, random topic generator, so whenever you're ready... Uh, I am ready to go. All right. I'm going to smash it. And this week's random topic is trust. Trust. Hmm. Like trust fall. Trust fall. When was the last time you did a trust fall exercise? Seventh grade. I, I Would feel you like trust it was... me? Oh, you 100%. There's no there's no doubt in my mind with that. 100% I trust you. You sneaky bitch. Would this be a good time to tell you that I've embezzled money through your house purchase, your new oh, home? Oh god. I've purposely damaged all of the things that you're trying to fix as a homeowner. No, don't say and that. <laughs> okay, never mind. I can't. I would never do that to you. It's too, it's too dirty even coming up with that idea. I just You're like, oh my it. god, I feel so dirty right now. Ah. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've done I feel like, it, yeah, I think you're right. It was, a, it was a high school camp. Yeah. I feel like the last time I did that. Like a legit trust fault. Yeah, like what? How many people catch you? Like six? Does that sound right? I don't know. You you swept me off my feet when I fell for you. So, <laughs> I mean, if you want to call that catching me, uh, maybe. <laughs> how cheesy is that? It's pretty cheesy, but I loved it. Yeah. Loved every second of it, mate. Um, what? How I'm trying to think about like the something deep about trust. Do you have a do you do you have a net? Oh, I feel, I don't know. I feel like I know you. I feel like you as a person for the most people most part don't naturally trust people. Whereas I am very trusting. No, I would say I'm pretty trusting. Really? Yeah. It. I would say. Uh. I would say that I am judgmental initially which i think you're trying to get at a little bit like initially when i'm meeting someone like 
you do you say one thing, you do a couple things, and I'm like, meh, you turned me off. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> um, which is a you know, it's maybe it's uh, something I can work on, but I just think that there's too many shitty people for me to be wasting my time on. So, uh, so yeah, it does. It does take me a little bit longer for me to have you into my like inner circle. Um, but once I've once I've got, once I've got you there, I'm yeah. I'm good. I trust you. I would agree with that too. I I feel like I'm very trusting. But I do have a harder time. Uh, I think I have to learn to like you. And that's where the trust builds. I don't know if I'm judged. Well, I guess I'm pretty judgy. People say I have a judging look. Yeah, you have a little bit. I'm trying to remember the first time I met you. I'm trying to go back because I was... 100% 100% mini. I was intimidated by you. I a lot was. of people say that about me, and yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, because you didn't really, you didn't really give, you didn't really get, give me the light of day when we met. <laughs> you were, you couldn't be bothered. You couldn't be bothered with, uh, so, so, for those of you that don't know, Vinny and I used, used to work together. We no longer work together, but that's how we met. We met through our job. We worked together, and I first, uh, when I first started, a thought he was the coolest motherfucker in the store. B was intimidated to shit by him, and C tried my hardest to get into that impenetrable boundary that Vinny sets up when you first meet him. Okay, suffice <laughs> it to say, impenetrable boundary. Suffice it to say, I penetrated that shit so hard, but it did. T- it did take some time. It did take some time. <laughs> to get into Vinny's inner circle. Come on, guess, you know you know you're not the warmest, open, inviting guy when you first meet someone. It's true. So yeah, so when I first met Vinny, I was uh he he didn't I was a new hire, you know, trying to learn the ropes and he was like fucking figure it out, dude. Um, not he get didn't off say my that dick, to me. bitch. He didn't say that to me, but yeah, it was it was basically yeah, get off my dick, bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know, it just takes a couple. Uh, it takes a couple good jokes. Um, it takes uh, maybe saying one or two inappropriate things with Vinny, crossing you know crossing the line, maybe just barely tiptoeing the line with Vinny, and he's like, ah, this guy's a fucking champ, and then that's that's it. <laughs> This guy's a fucking champ. Um, I'm going to come back to that, but I want to say one thing about the word champ. I have a friend <laughs> in Australia. Do you know this story? No, I don't think so. I have a friend in Australia who once I call them a champ, he's like, yeah, don't call me that. And I'm like, why? He's like, because one of my buddies who went to jail said that in, a champ in prison is someone who takes you to the ass. <laughs> I don't know. I do not know if that's true. So when I call you champ, it's just accurate. I, yes, it is. (laughs) Uh, I, I don't have a problem. You can call me fucking champ all day. I have, I don't associate that word with that. That's what he says. But I always thought it was funny. People say you champ and I call people champ all the fucking time. Just know that I'm calling it a fucking (laughs) prison champs is what they really are at the end of the day. 
Um, but yeah, I, I, I do. I, people say that about me too. And I, I like, I feel like a lot of people that know me, know me, like thinking me of this, like this nice guy. But then a lot of people tell me like, Oh, well, first time I met you, like you were intimidating. I was like, cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Like, what do you say about that? Uh, I think it's accurate. Yeah, I do need to learn to like people. I don't know if it's a trust issue, though. I don't know what it is. It's like I I feel like I'm very personable, but I always feel awkward going into like a big group of people, even if I know them. I feel sometimes out of place. I don't, of, think, it's a, I don't think it's a bad thing. Well, I think I think that everyone feels, uh, you know, it's the whole, it goes back to the whole like introverted, extroverted thing. It's not a bad thing, though. Um, it doesn't make you a bad person. I don't think it makes, I don't think it's anything necessarily that you even, even need to change. Like I'm pretty picky. I'm pretty picky with the people that I like legitimately like and like trust. Um, and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I mean, listen, I'm more of a cynic. I think there's a lot of shitty, dumb fucking people in this world. So um, I, you know, I kind of, I kind of pick and choose, uh, who I surround myself with. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm not going to be a dick to you. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be mean, but I'm not going to let you into my inner circle. You know, if I think you're dumb or if I don't like you, I've definitely seen Drew. I don't know if it's being a dick, but I've definitely seen when I know there's people that he does not have the time of day for. And the way he reacts and treats them. And it's not like outrightly rude, but it's obvious. Is that bad? No, I mean... Is it cringy? Is it from your I point of view? I don't think it's cringy like, because did he sometimes those people need to see that. To know how they are. Do you know what I mean? And like, I don't think it's being dick. Like, like there's one thing I... I, I I guess sugarcoating happens in a lot of places in the world. I tend to think that sugarcoating shit, at least in America for the most part, I'm not saying all of America, but maybe it's like a California. I think there's a lot of sugarcoating in this state. Yes. I don't need to be nice to everyone. And not everyone has... uh, Listen, not everyone has to like me. I don't give a shit. I also don't need to like you. 100%. That's fine. I I don't understand... There's, there's this, like, you're right. There's this weird, like, culture society. I don't know if it's, like you said, it's in America or in California. But, like, people have a hard time not being accepted. Um, which I get. Like, you, I don't necessarily, like, I don't, I don't want to be seen as, like, a mean person necessarily. But if you don't gel with my personality... That's fucking fine. Like, I don't give it... Like, we don't have to hang out. I'm just not going to hang out with you. If you don't like me, don't don't hang out with me. That's fine. Like, if you don't like me, then I don't want to spend time with you anyway. So, it's a two-way street here. Like, it, I don't I don't care. And so, like, there's this, like, weird... Like, so many people just want to be liked and accepted and stuff. And that's probably their own, like, insecurities. Maybe... maybe I don't know. Maybe they, they have a hard time making friends. Whatever. Maybe that's your fucking fault for having a hard time making friends. Like, maybe that's on you, dude. Maybe maybe you need to change something about yourself. I don't know. I, I, think, I'm a, I think I'm a genuinely nice... I think I'm a nice person to the people that I 
connect with and care about. And I think, I think I do the right things by those people. So I consider myself a good person. But if I don't like, if, if like, if we don't mesh, if I don't get along with your personality, I'm not, I'm not going to waste my time investing in you as a person. We're going to go our separate ways and that's fine. That might be a little harsh, uh, of a reality for some people because like you say people want to be accepted all the time but like you know am i going to change your life no are you going to change mine probably not so especially if we don't like each other so let's like let's move on like go find someone who likes you i don't know rant over yeah <laughs> uh that was a great speech i was very moved by that by the realness of it yeah, I don't know. I don't know why everyone needs to be liked. It's weird. You know what they say? I, and I don't disagree with you on that one, too. But I've never really been put in that situation. You know, I've always had, like, groups of friends and stuff. But then I know there's the flip side of that where there's, like, kids in school who are the outsiders that find it hard to connect. And, you know, they're put in that position of where they're, you know, deep depression and, and, and aspects of that, which, like, not even being like rude or uh not understanding obviously i've never been in that position so it's hard for me to connect and feel that way do you know what i mean yeah no well so with that like with those type like my brother is like probably one of those people who has a hard time connecting with other people he's on the autism spectrum disorder or autism spectrum like he has autism spectrum disorder so, like, he's not the most sociable person, but, like, that is your that is your thing that you were handed in life. So, if you don't want to be lonely, then you need to work on some of, the, some of the aspects that don't come naturally to you that come naturally to us, right? Like, so, and that, that, that can be harsh for me to say, but, like, with those types of people, they have a hard time, you know, talking about things that other people are interested in or making eye contact or um, asking questions or learning how to deal with a conversation. Well, then and normal, like not normal people, but neurotypical people is what, what I guess what the PC term is. But like you and I who maybe don't aren't on the spectrum, don't have a hard time carrying a conversation. That is almost like it's almost socially in us, right? Like we've, we learned that from a very young age and we have learned how to carry a conversation that happens, but we've learned it better or more than the people who are on the spectrum. Well, that's just, that's just the lot that you got. That's the hand that you got dealt in life. And that is something that you can work on and improve on. You can improve on being a better conversationalist. You can make sure you're connecting with people it's going to take more work than other neurotypical people, but you can work on that. That's your responsibility. That is, if you want to be accepted, if you want to be friendly with people, there's some things that you're going to have to put in more effort than the rest of us. That's totally fine. I have type 1 diabetes. I got to put more effort into my health than other people do. You have your thing. You know, Haley has her thing. Jen has her thing. Chris has his thing. Everyone has things that they need to work on. So 
with I guess with those individuals who we talk about like being depressed or being lonely or having a harder time connecting. Yes, I can empathize with with your situation. But we can also say that you can change that situation if you put it if you put effort into it, if you if you work on it. Is that fair? I think it's no, I that's fair of me to no, say. No, I think it's 100% fair. Do you it but with your brother too, do you see in that he you said like he has like and it's the more typical aspect of like autism spectrum things. Do you find like and this is just me out of curiosity because I don't know and I know it's well maybe I, I there's that obvious aspect of the fact that they have a harder time connecting. Does he excel in other things because that area is like where he lacks the the ability yeah, to connect yeah, naturally sure. with people. Does he like? Is he yeah, like? Yeah. So he, first of all, I'll say that he's very much like he has a um, uh, what they call a very high functioning diagnosis of autism spectrum disorder. So he, so he um has maybe less dis- deficits of uh, a lot of uh people who are on the spectrum, um. That being said, he does have some social ineptitudes and things like that. And um, but he's he's really smart. Like he's really smart. His reading comprehension, particularly, is one thing that I can think of. He will read something and know exactly, and he'll read it really quickly and know exactly what it was what what it was saying. Like he and and one time, right? You give him an article to read, he speeds through it, and I'm like, dude, did you really like read everything? And he's like, yeah. Here's what it was about. Here's, you know, here's the crazy. So, yeah. So, like, yeah, there there are some. And, and he's one of the smarter, smarter people I know as far as, like, history, um, you know, knowing things that he has read and enjoyed researching and things like he's he's brilliant in that aspect. Um, so, yeah, he definitely has some some um, maybe advantages or. Um, areas that he excels in for sure. It's so like, you think about that, like you have people that are maybe considered more balanced, right? Where they have a balance of like intelligence and stuff, like you said, like the, the, the reading thing with your brother, but then they are balanced in their ability to socially interact with people and connect. But then you think about people that are on the spectrum where maybe they are in like you said, they lack in one area, but then they excel in like another area, which seems to be typical of that. It's just, it's yeah. so crazy how that is, you know, what we think of like, you know, it's almost like the, the, the stereotype of like the jock where the jock's like, oh, great at sports, but he's an idiot when it comes to like being book smart. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's, that's kind of what I, that's kind of what I'm alluding to with like, everyone has their own thing that they need to work on in life, right? Like no one is perfect. We know that there are things that um, you need to put focus more effort on when you're in in life in general. Um, you know, for me, for me, it's my health in one one aspect. For um, you know, for uh, my brother, it's his social connection. For other people, it's you know being able to read and comprehend. Right, like. Think of the people who have dyslexia. It takes them, you know, 20 minutes to read a page where it takes my brother like 30 seconds, you know? There's just like, it, humans are so different, right? And and that's part of maybe what you would say like the beauty of being human is, is everyone is 
completely different. Everyone has their own things to work on. And I do air quotes around that because no one's perfect. So like, you know, I, I just say, I, I guess going back to the whole like connection thing and everything. Yes. I can empathize and say, yes, that is, that is a really difficult thing for you to understand, to understand neurotypical people for you to be able to connect with people on a, on a day-to-day basis. Well, if you want that, if that's something that you want, if you want human connection, then work at it. Go to, um, you know, go to go to therapy, right? Learn how to connect with people. That is something that you can do. If it takes writing down notes and studying those note cards on like, hey, like, okay, I'm on a date. What do I ask a person? Like, people do that all the time, the, especially on the spectrum. Like, do that. Um, if, you know, if people keep telling you that you're a compulsive liar or they don't trust you going back to trust because you've, you've said, you know, you've made up these ridiculous stories. Well, maybe you need to work on fucking not doing that and like being yourself, you know, there's just like so many different things that, um, things that humans are different on and have opportunities in. And that's, that's natural. That's just being a human. That's being a human being. Um, so it's not, you know, it's not a big deal. If I don't, if I don't like the person you are today, that's fine. We're, if you want my acceptance, which, um, again, sounds a little harsh when I say it out loud, but if like, if you are, if that's something that you really want, work on it, be self reflective, understand your shortcomings. If you want to talk to me about it, I'll fucking tell you. I don't trust you because you made up you make up stories all the time or you know like you dominate a conversation when we're have when we're connecting it makes me tired you know like I'll I'll tell you if you want to be honest with me and be like hey I've noticed I we don't connect very well like what is it you know what is it about me what can I work on like fuck I'll tell you yeah, like when I first met Drew, like he called me out of the fact. I told him I was like, I just want to get something off my chest. I've wrestled a kangaroo. <laughs> and he was like, bullshit. I was like, yeah, you're right. I never wrestled a kangaroo ever. I fucking ate one, but I never wrestled one. Yeah, and from then from then on, it was just shun- sunshine and rainbows for for the friendship between us. <laughs> when you said that you were saying, you know, work on it, go and see a therapist. I thought you were going to say, go to a, a seedy part of town late at night, find a hooker. You'll have to pay her, <laughs> but she'll listen to you. Have a conversation. Have a conversation. Hey, I don't want sex. She'll probably enjoy yeah, it. She'll probably enjoy she, it. She might even suck your dick for 50 bucks. You know, you could work on your um, you could work on your <laughs> oral sex reception and your social conversation at the same yeah. time. Why not? You know, she's going to, after this, she's like, okay, $100 for 30 minutes of talk. <laughs> could you imagine? She's just like... I just imagine like she's like about to like suck some dick, <laughs> and the guy who's like trying to work on his social connection has his dick out, and he's like, "So, how was your night?" And she's like, has a dick in her mouth, like, "Do you? What? It was good. Do you want me to keep going?" No, yeah, please continue. And she like, you know, like, you know, gets to work, and then he's like, "So, I can't help but notice you have a tattoo on your neck. Like, what is that?" And she's she's like. Dude, I'm like working. Like, what do you like? What's happening? It's whatever. I did. I don't. I don't remember. He's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And she's like, can I? Can I keep going? He's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
you know, 15 seconds go by, you know. So, uh, what do you, who do you want to be? Like, what? She's like, and then she, like, kind of, like, throws the dick to the side. It's like, all right, whatever. We're having a conversation here. She's like, you're paying me either way. Yeah, that's how I imagine that night to go. <laughs> She's just trying to suck some dick, and the guy's, the guy's like, hey, you know, let's talk. Have you, quick side note, have you ever, uh, have you ever been anywhere where you've seen hookers? Because this is definitely um, something I grew up with in parts of uh, Melbourne, the city I'm from. I would say not explicitly where, like, I knew exactly that they were hookers. But, like, you kind of have an idea, right? Like, there was a... But not, not, not like, confirmed, like... Oh, for sure. They're trying to have sex. Like, they're trying to make money by having sex. Like, not, nothing like that. There's an area of Melbourne uh, in this area. This, like, it's, Is it called the Green Light District? The Green Light District. Uh, it's it's in an area of Melbourne called St. Kilda. And there was a point in time. The, the, the streets were cleaned up at some point where I, I guess cops were just enforcing it more. Because we have legal brothels in Australia. I don't know if it's all of Australia, but at least Victoria has legal brothels. And brothels in Australia would always have a red light appropriately out there. That's how you would know. But it's funny as a teenage boy, knowing like areas where I would skateboard, like you and your buddies out skateboard, you're like, oh, do you to go in there and ask how much? <laughs> like it's so fucking dumb. It's just the most like cringe worthy fucking teenage boy thing to do. Like, yeah, I bet you would go in there and ask how much it is for a blowjob. <laughs> Did you guys ever have to do that? Did you ever make one another? Oh, I ne- I, I never had the balls ever to go in there. I would never have done that. But I don't think I knew anybody that would ever do that because we know we'd just be shot down. I mean, I can't imagine how many like teenage boys went in there and asked dumb shit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this this one specific area of Melbourne, at least growing up in the nineties, you would catch. We have a trolley system which we call trams, and. If you went on a tram like late at night, the hookers would never be on there, but you could look out the windows of the trolley and see them on the streets. Yeah. Like trying to flag you down? Not not no, you specifically, no, no. but like You just saw them, you knew. I mean it was women out on the streets in in uh, scantily clad outfits. Right. Yeah, right. you knew what yeah. it was all about, but it's just crazy like I wondered like culturally if you've you've ever been in a situation or had that in your life because that's something i grew up with but i know not everybody does from the streets you know just me live in the streets of yeah it was (laughs) i wouldn't say it was that explicit i mean like we i mean obviously in america like the like like sex for money is is illegal like there's no you know this is illegal is it nevada has legal brothels i mean that wouldn't yeah, I think certain, some certain states there's, but I think it's illegal. I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's illegal federally, but maybe some states allow it. I don't, I don't know exactly how that works. But do you remember that time? Um, what was that English actor? Is it Hugh? No, Hugh Grant. Didn't he get caught when he was? Do you remember this? It happened in the nineties. You know who Hugh Grant is, though. I think he got caught up in a scandal with having sex with like a prostitute or something. <laughs> he got caught. 
He got got. Yes. Vinny, Vinny's going to look up to see... Where, <laughs> he's going to look up where it's legal, where legal brothels are. <laughs> I like how you know. It's funny, in the search engine too, if you write legal brothels, the first result that came up was Australia. So you're you're renowned in the world for having legal brothels. There was only one place in the US where brothels are legal and that's Nevada. You see, he did it. A state in which prostitution has been considered a necessary service industry since days when the place was populated solely by prospectors. There are at least 20 legal brothels in the in business now. Probably 18 of them are in Vegas or around Vegas. Right. The other two are up in like Reno. Some dingy. You know, I I know of one because obviously everybody knows who's listened to this podcast. Vinny has, is a sucker for ghost hunting shows. There's a ghost hunting show I watched and one brothel, they went to one brothel because it was apparently haunted and they did an investigation there. It was, was it the sexiest invest, investigation they've ever done? Like, the ghosts are like, oh, yeah, spank me. And then the, the investigator's like, what was that? No, well, it got, no, it was, it, it got scary enough. I don't, I don't remember how scary the investigation was, but I guess, like, people going there, patrons going there to have sex, and then uh, some of the, the sex workers, the, the prostitutes, were uh, getting, like, like, violently harassed by this haunting like it was like a very intense haunting. It wasn't just like a, oh, someone spanked me on the ass, and it wasn't the prostitute I'm with. It was like, like people were getting like slammed at the doors, and shit was getting violently thrown at them and stuff. And it was getting intense enough that that's why they had the ghost hunting show on there. That they were like, yeah, fuck this shit. Did they prove anything? Probably not. Like all those shows, like what's real, what's not. They got like recordings of disembodied voices. And shit like that, you know, but... <laughs> so it was less like, oh, spank me, daddy, and more like, oh, spank me, daddy. Yeah, it was very, like, the satanic, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> stick it in deeper. <laughs> oh, man. Does that feel good? You like it when I shove you up against the door? Have you ever seen The Exorcist? Yeah. Because that's what that makes me think of. Like, the, you know, the the... The girl, when she's possessed and she's like, she's got the crucifix and she's suffered herself in the punani and she's like, fuck me. (laughs) I still think that movie is fucked up. It's a, yeah, it's a scary ass movie. That that one's scary. Yes. Like someone who grew up going to church, like that movie is always like hit home for me is like being fucked up and scary. And that's why I have trust issues. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's fucking amazing oh man all right uh i feel like it's time for how much what do you think it's time i don't have so much to say about trust too i need look bottom line with Vinny and drewski too we need time to learn about you and if we don't have time today for you then you know maybe that's just the way it is you know move on that's it yeah that's it it's been done it's been done all right, it is time for How Much with your host. It's Vinny. Cheers, mate. 
all right, how much? This is another one written by uh, uh, a listener of the podcast, a fan of the podcast. His name is Dylan. We used one of his how muches last week. Him and his buddies have been writing how much. Uh, they did this massive list for me because I've written a lot of how muches, let's be honest. And I still have more, but I just wanted to bring someone. I wanted a fresh take on uh, how muches. So this week's how much is from Dylan again. Thank you, Dylan. We appreciate it. This is a great one. I don't even know how I'm going to react to this one, to be honest. But Thanks, Dilbert. <laughs> appreciate you. Thanks, Dilbert. All right. You ready for it? Because yeah, it's a it. fucking gnarly one, too. How much to slap a baby? <laughs> well, okay, like full on slap. I like- think, I mean, here's the problem over that. I mean, this is fucking some serious shit. Babies are fragile as fuck. Like, I feel like you could. You know, I don't. I hate. To, That's a thing. I hate to say. You could. You could. You could do some serious damage. Yes. With a full-on slap. I mean, you've you've watched the slap contest, right? Have you seen like highlights of people of like the slapping, like the slap contest? Yes. Like dudes get knocked out. Uh, cold. That means you're a bitch. That's what that means. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say it. If a dude that was like 300 pounds slapped me. I probably would pass out. I probably would just be like, I'm dead. I'm asleep. I'm dead. I'm done. Um, yeah, that's what I worry about, too. Like, that's that's how I felt about this question, too. I was like, damn, do you, do you kill a baby by doing this? Like, it's such a terrible thought. There's no... There's. I'll, I'll just say it. I wouldn't do it. There's no amount of money. No, because that's murder. <laughs> like, it could be. Like, you're playing with murder at this point. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you're not wrong. I, I was thinking about this, and I was like, God, I don't know. Yeah, like, what's... Because if you're putting full force into a slap on a baby, dude, I mean, you, <laughs> it's broken at that point. Like, not only not only could you do... Not only could you kill it, you could permanently damage something. You could, like... And listen, if it was a human, if it was like an adult, 100%, like I would slap an adult as hard as I could. A a baby, like, like, there's no amount of money in the world it would take for me to kill a baby. Because that's, that's kind of like, that's what could happen here. You know, that's what it might happen. So do do you know what babies can take a slap? What what babies? Russian babies. I wouldn't slap a Russian baby. <laughs> There's only a few babies I would slap in this world. What if what if uh, you knew Hitler as a baby, Putin as a baby, <laughs> um, and Trump as a baby. I would full on slap those three babies. <laughs> That's the only ba- if I could go back in time and slap a baby, these are the best babies I would slap. <laughs> What if there was an agreement between you and the parents for the undisclosed amount of money that you would get for slapping their baby that you would cut the amount with them if they agreed to it? It feels... How wrong does it feel, though? Like, seriously. It's... I mean, at that point, you got to be as... You got to be as clear as day with them. Like, I am slapping your baby as hard as I can. (laughs) 
and your baby could die. So I'll do it for ten bucks. Do you want to split it down the down the middle? I'll do it for ten bucks. <laughs> no, no, I still. I mean, like, God, could you li- honestly? Like, this is what we're talking about. Not only, all right, if you kill the baby, not only would that be horrible, you'd probably be in prison. Maybe, probably, you'd probably get a gnarly sentence for that, too, because, like, killing a baby's fucking crazy. But, could you live with yourself after that? Uh, yeah, no, I look, I don't disagree with you, dude. Like, I, I thought about this one, too, and I was like, I don't know if I can put an amount on this one. Like, it's rough. Like, for someone that has kids, I've never even hit my kids, so... <laughs> yeah, we don't smack in our household. We're not smackers. I've never even I've never even fully slapped my kids. Only half slaps. I uh yeah, we don't even we don't even spank in our house or No anything. spanks no, or no anything. Spanks. Yeah. We're not spankers. This I can tell you right now with my kids, there's so much worse that you can do to them through saying something like you don't get to play Switch for a fucking week and they're just like you're in tears. So uh... Uh, yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. This is a hard one because like you said, there's potential death involved in this. The consequences are too, they're too heavy. I would like to know, I would like to know Dylan's thoughts on this one and maybe his friend group. If it, because I'm assuming that they've discussed, uh, they've discussed this one. If you haven't do it with your friend group who listens to the pod, I want to know. I want to know how much. I want to know if if you would take any amount of money to slap a baby full full force. Because I don't think I. I don't think I could. You don't think you could? There's no amount, huh? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't disagree. I I thought about this too, and I just don't know there's amount on it because, like you said, death and having kids. Like knowing how fragile, like fragile babies are so fucking fragile. It's ridiculous. Like. I could just imagine you slapping them and like, this is terrible. And I feel like you just break the neck. That's dude. That's what I'm thinking. Like that's, that's like, like if you're slapping them full force, that's it. It's not, that's gnarly. <laughs> it is that, gnarly. That, that could happen. Yes. That could happen. It probably does happen. So for that, for that reason, I'm out. That's how no amount of money. That's how you leave uh, a Russian hospital. They, they slap you, and if you don't make it, then that's it. You don't. That's it. You're done. <laughs> that's why Russians are hard. Putin was slapped. Uh, Putin apparently, as far as I've, uh, there's a rumor going around, he was slapped twice. Is that why he's crazy? Yeah. He survived it not once but twice, and that made him extra hard and crazy. I mean, if you're a baby and you survive two full force slaps, then I mean, you deserve fuck. to be crazy. <laughs> you deserve to fucking cause World War Three, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, fuck, fuck that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't, I can't do it. Would you take any money? Uh, I thought about it. I was like, what if the parents were like, yeah, yeah, well, it's okay. Just you know, a few million. We'll make. Let's make it happen. You're like, you're bad parents. <laughs> That's I just. That was a sting operation. You're going to prison. 
I just don't even even if they signed like a non-disclosure agreement or whatever that they, they they sign over paperwork saying they're not going to go to authorities with this. They're going to take the money no matter what happens. Oh, man, I don't think I could kill a baby. Uh, yeah, who wants to have the de- the death of a child on your hands is that's oh, that's fucked. It's so fucked. Yeah. Like, I, I, I honestly, I'm trying to think, like, realistically, if someone was like, I'll give you a trillion dollars, that is ungodly amount of wealth. I'll give you a trillion. Not, like, Apple's worth two trillion, the whole company. I'll give you half of that. To kill a baby? Nope. I don't think so. You live with that for the rest of your life. Oh, God. And then the feeling of crap of snapping a neck under the weight of your hand. <laughs> Could you imagine oh. that? Ugh. You're making this yeah, like no, I didn't. I didn't. I'm good. I, like it was bad to begin with thinking about this comment, but then and then I just and then I like took it to the and then we're level. just adding to it. I'm just like, oh, it's becoming so much worse with like every comment. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. I just don't know that there's an amount of money because. The death of a child on your hands. That's so gnarly. Is, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a possibility. Let's be honest. That's a poss. It's a distinct possibility. I feel like it's likely. Yeah. And even that, like, what if you just like, you give them brain damage for the rest of their life? Like that's equally as fucked up. Yeah. This this child's already coming into a world that's fucked and you just made it worse. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to experience human extinction at some point in its life and <laughs> you just made sure that it's either dead or a vegetable for the god <clears throat> no i i'm good i i wouldn't take any money no nope. i'm with you. i i thought okay i thought about it and i was just like yeah you know what i just i, I want to hear i want to hear dylan and his friends responses uh re- this is all fictional it's never gonna happen so it's kind of you anyway, not baby slappers really okay matter but I'd like to know if someone would do that for an amount of money. Yeah, no judgment. Some people can just be paid something to do something, and that's okay. But we'll judge you a little bit. That's okay. I'll judge you, and I probably won't hang out with you, because I wouldn't trust you. I wouldn't trust you as far as hard as you can <laughs> slap a baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that was How Much with your host. It was and is Vinny uh, with a submission from Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. Dylan, you twisted motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up that you even thought about that. <laughs> oh, man, but I love it. All right, thanks uh, thanks for listening, Dylan and friends. Uh, be sure to check out our podcast on, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music. You can also go to our Instagram page if you have any questions for us um, or comments without definite aim podcasts or shoot us an email if you have like a list of how much is that you'd like to hear us do like Dylan does um, and and sent in you can email us uh, without definite Abe at at gmail.com without definite aim at gmail.com do it send us an email there about slapping babies yeah that would be great <laughs> alright everybody thanks for listening we'll catch you next week thank you bye bye